And then a year later, warrants five paragraphs of why we should be monogamous. Mind blown. Yeah. Mind blown. How big were his balls? Do you remember? better when you just say my name that way i feel I like know. i do it wrong every single time <laughs> but I, it's more fun because it shows how we are um the episode today is sponsored by neuro gum <laughs> yes, um, it is. judy thought i was not reckless enough and he sent me more energy so i have some vitamin b caffeine so that i can actually you know pump it up be wild try it Try to get COVID out there, you know? That's. <laughs> Did you try the gum? Yes, I chewed two pieces today. And look at me. Is it fun? Blended. Did you like it? Yeah, it, it felt good. Did I you feel like a rush? Um, Honestly, I drink a lot of caffeine and I only had two shots this morning. So it was just, I kind of replaced the second cup of coffee I would have had. I kind of like it. I like the feeling because it's not just caffeine. It's like vitamin B, vitamin B, theamine, L-theanine or whatever it is. The calm. Yeah. It really kind of like puts you in a zone. It really does. It was good. It was worth it. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate it. It was exciting. <laughs> I came back from Seattle and I was excited to see that uh, I had a present. I gave you a gift. It's true. Yeah. Um, so what I was going to say, all right. So you're supposed to ask me what recluse How was your reclusive week. So, okay. My answer has changed in the last hour, Ooh. but this was what I was going to say okay. is I haven't stepped out of my house for like an entire week, like not even out the door really, except to like go to the car and get groceries once. So that's <laughs> what I was like going to say. Okay. But then, um, but about let's see an hour or so ago uh well we got like a foot of snow today here oh that's fun no it's not fun and um so we were gonna go outside to like shovel some stuff right so i was gonna go outside um you know change things up and so i put on all my stuff to go outside and i was like you know what i'm gonna be hungry when i come back in so i was like planning I put these like frozen, we weren't like making dinner or anything tonight. So I was like, I'm just going to eat these like frozen chicken, the organic Bell and Evans chicken tenders. You know, those things like fancy chicken nuggets, they're frozen. You put them in the, the oven for like a half hour. So I was like, all right, I'll put these in, go outside, shovel, come back. It'll be ready and it'll, it'll be good. You know, I'll eat it. So here's what happened. I, uh, I put them in, mm -hmm. I set the thing for 26 minutes, I believe on the convection oven, like I always do on whatever temperature it said. Mm 
<laughs> we, I put on my gear, go outside. I'm shoveling. I'm cleaning off the car. I'm doing all this stuff. And we must have been out there for like over a half hour. So normally I'd be inside and you'd hear the thing beep and I'd be like, oh, it's ready. I'll go get it. So obviously we're outside while the thing's done. So I just come in. I assume that it it had been done for a while. So I just like kind of after I clean off my stuff and like take off my snowy clothes, I go casually over to the, the oven thing. I just like get the stuff, the chicken out, put it on a plate, get a bunch of sriracha and I start eating it. I eat like it's raw several pieces <laughs> and <laughs> until I get to okay? until I get to a larger piece that had not that you could really tell wasn't cooked because it was a much bigger size and oh. I bite into it and it like it's like a, you know it's like a dog toy so I'm like what what what's going on here and I had been fucking drenching it with sriracha so I didn't really notice. I was just tasting sriracha, essentially. And so I'm looking at this thing, and I'm just like, oh, shit. And then so I was like, all right, no big deal. I'll just put it back in the toaster oven. And so I put it in, and I hit the button, and nothing happens. And I was just like, I was like, did you turn this off before we went outside? And Dini's like, no, I didn't touch it. I'm like, what the fuck? So I'm like pushing the button, and it's not going on. And then I realized that the whole thing had exploded and shut down while we're outside. So I have no idea how long these things even cooked for. And I realized that I had eaten three pieces of like very undercooked chicken. And then I start freaking out and I'm just like, what do I, do I need to puke? Like, okay, is there something I can do? Like what the fuck? And everything I'm looking at online is just like, if you accidentally eat undercooked or raw chicken, nothing you can do. Just see if stuff happens. And so I'm just like, cool, cool, cool. Just going <laughs> to see if my body explodes in a couple hours or whatever. So I'm oh, taking like probiotics and I'm downing like ginger juice. Charcoal. And, and you probably should eat charcoal like a dog when he eats something he's not supposed to. I'm kidding. That, might, that could work probably. I took apple cider vinegar. I'm like doing all this stuff. Like so You're cleaning it in your stomach. And then I ate a salad. I'm like, I need fiber. I need probiotics. I need all this like good stuff. So now I'm just kind of, I ate so much extra stuff to like try to, I'm like, I'm, I'm drowning it out. That's my, <laughs> that's my logic. <laughs> I'm out competing this shit. I'm so much like water liquid. I got this like lime water right now. So I'm just like very anxious that in the next uh, couple hours, I'm just going to be like, oh boy. And it's going to. It's going to be bad. So that's what happens when you leave the house, ladies and gentlemen. Don't leave the house. Stay <laughs> the fuck inside because From the mouth. bad things will happen as soon as you okay. walk out the door. Don't leave the house. Let this be a lesson to everyone. Okay. Well, I'm worried about you, but I think you'll be fine. I think the apple cider vinegar is the one that kicked it out. I'm like, it's just... It put me in such a bad headspace yeah. of just like there's nothing no, I can do. I, I'm just dreading. I just how you went three pieces in. I ate so much of it. So paranoid of raw chicken that I always like check it, like because I okay. I actually gave up chicken nuggets right, and I call them chicken nuggets right now because I eat them too much. I always get the like gluten free healthy ones from Whole Foods that are like whatever non GMO. I think that's the name. I don't remember the brand. That's why I'm not saying it. Um, 
it's like it has like green on the top anyway um but I felt like I still they probably still weren't that healthy so like today I went to the grocery store and I didn't buy them and I was like so now you made me feel good because what if I would have eaten a raw chicken nugget well, you probably wouldn't have gone outside shoveling snow in California either. I mean, that's the thing I hate. The that the worst part of the story is not even the fucking raw chicken. It's the fact that I had to shovel snow. I mean, let's yeah. be honest. Snow's fucking terrible. I hate it so much. It's the worst thing in the world. If you have to shovel it, you hate it. If you don't have to shovel it, it's lovely. No. I never want to see it again. Well, I guess that's why you're living in LA part-time. Well, where did you go? Did you see snow? Well, I actually traveled half the country <laughs> in the past what? week, um, but I didn't see snow. But I will start with the events of my week, okay? First of all, it was Christmas Eve, and I had a couple things to buy because I was going to a Christmas Eve dinner, and I was wearing slides because it is warm in L.A., and as I was in the store, it started raining. And when I walked out of the store, it got super slippery. And it was like an ice skating rink trying to get to my car. <laughs> and if I would have been smart, I would have just asked somebody. Because with the slides, they're too slippery. If I would have been wearing tennis shoes, it would have been okay. I was on Hollywood Boulevard where the Hollywood sign, you know, where that it's like glass, the stars are. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, they're super slippery with slides. And if it's raining. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's true. Yeah. I should have just pretended to ice skate on the way to my car. I don't really know what I did, but I fell back and I hit my head. I did not get oh, knocked out. Shit. But I had a bump on the back of my head the size of the tennis ball. And I was going to go to the hospital, but um, my mom works at a hospital. And I was like, COVID numbers are high here. And I don't want to be sitting in an emergency room if I don't have to. So she got a doctor to like ask me questions. And he was like, I really don't think you need to go. He's like, just have someone keep an eye on you for the day and like stay with a friend for the night. And, you know, so I did and I was fine. And then for the next few days, I started feeling fine. But then I had this huge road trip planned. I have a friend who moved to Seattle and I was going with her. We stayed in Big Sur, in San Francisco, in Oregon, in or Eureka, in Oregon. And then we went to uh, Seattle. Well, I started getting some symptoms of concussion, like day, the first day we drove. Mind you, I was tired and it was, you know, I hadn't been doing much. I had just been resting. So we did go to an ER out there. And thankfully, I, I was in and out in three minutes because, I mean, 30 minutes. minutes? 30, okay. 30. Because I was the only one there. We were in this little, it was a little town outside of Big Sur. Anyway, he told me that he did have a minor concussion. Damn. Um, I just overexhausted myself and that I would be fine, but like I couldn't drive. So the whole reason I was going was to help her drive. Uh, so you became useless? Yeah. I was entertainment, <laughs> you know, but I did drive the last day. So I drove all the way the last day and I've progressively gotten better. So did you like what were the effects of the concussion? Like, what were you experiencing? I started getting blurry vision and I like oh had, I felt nauseous. And so I, it wasn't completely like 
the worst, but it was there and it hadn't been there. So I was like, I thought I was going to, I was like, this is it guys. This is it. But it wasn't it. <laughs> so as your goose egg gone, did it hatch? It's a like almost gone, but it's still there a little bit. And I'm have PTSD. I feel like I'm going to fall everywhere. I've never felt that way. And I'm like a really good faller. Like, first of all, I'm not clumsy, so I don't fall often. Right. And the few times I have, I always like roll into it, you know, <laughs> and this time I didn't get to roll into it. And I am. <laughs> Cause you fell backwards. Okay. Yep. Yeah, that's the worst. That's the worst. Because like, you I probably I guess I should have tried to like roll into it, but I it was too for fast. For some reason, I'm picturing you, f- your feet like shooting out from under you, and then your head hitting like the fender of a car, which did not happen, right? No, I hit my back and then my head. If I would have hit straight on my head, that would have been bad. Do you know whose star you hit on the way down? <laughs> um. I should go look because I know where I fell, but no, I didn't. I was so scared. Could be a sign. Yeah, but I mean, that's important. It's important to know. Yeah. You think it was like Wesley Snipes? Does he even have a star? (laughs) Well, who who has the star right in front of the Dolby Digital Theater there on Hollywood Boulevard? Maybe I'll get on Google Maps later in because I think I can never go back there. Lucille Ball. Lucille Fall. See, so... (laughs) Maybe it happened because maybe this is good juju. You know what I mean? It's just Judy. No, don't don't call okay. me Juju. Good Judy. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you think it might be a good omen? What do you mean? Yeah. Cause uh, twelve years ago on the same day I fell and hit my head. No, on the same exact day? On the same day. Yeah. Different story, but same day. Still water taking me down. But <laughs> Um, I was in the shower and my ex had gotten out of the shower and, uh, left like a puddle on the floor. And for some reason, our rugs were like being washed, our shower rugs. And I just, and I hit my head on the back of the tub and I had to get naked staples, naked, bleeding, 18 staples. Damn. So my ex put a towel on my head and your head bleeds crazy. So I'm glad I didn't cut it this time. And uh, it soaked like a big towel. I was like, I thought, I thought that was it also that day. And then I went and like, you don't even have a concussion. You hit on like the perfect part of your head where like nothing happens. And I was like, cool. Isn't it funny how water has really been like, for me, it was frozen water. It was snow that really kind of fucked up my night. And then you like, I don't know. Maybe water is kind of just out to get us. Maybe it's because we were like talking about the benefits of Red Bull and water is like getting pretty mad. Maybe. Maybe we just need to talk about water. Or maybe it's because you're a fire sign and I'm an air sign and it's trying to take us down. Yeah. Yeah, it's it. It's a sign. It's a water <laughs> sign that we're, I don't. The podcast. I was thinking this was the close of like a bad 12 years. You know, I hit my head. Well, what 12? 12? What's the significance there? Were you 12 Um, years a slave to your own bad luck? (laughs) Is this the end? Yeah, I think this is it. I think I'm going to be like all my dreams are going to come true now. Oh, shit. So should I hit my head too? (laughs) 
No, I think your podcast is just part of it. I think I took one for you. So, like, I think this oh, reckless, okay. reckless is going to take off. I think it's going to be the most popular podcast, the number one podcast. Really? Yeah, and it was all because I hit my head. Damn, so we don't even have to do anything different? Like, be funny no. or anything? We're just good? No. Just more of these, like, <laughs> so what'd you do? Not much. What'd you do? <laughs> like, that's all we need? Yeah, that's it. And we're famous. Wow. But. Well, yeah. Besides that, um, so that's so that happened. But I did have a really fun road trip with a little bit of a headache in the back of my head, and uh, we went to Big Sur and we got to see all the really cool um, ocean over there. And there was a waterfall, and we went to Monterey and we saw some of the Oregon coast. We went to the redwood forest. Um, do you think Big Sur would be a good name for like a gay dating app? <laughs> Big Sur in your yes. Okay. They need a new one because they only have grinders. So you should be the creator of the next gay app. The next gay app. <laughs> <laughs> now you could just call it like a gender fluid app. Well, Big I mean, Sur what includes Big everyone. Sur, anyone who likes big men which <laughs> so could be straight gay. women or gay men oh that's it oh okay and big sirs could be on it as well so <laughs> i'm not allowed on my own app it seems <laughs> like sir. unless i fucking size up well are you gonna i don't even know if that's po- like i need to get some height we always talk about me getting taller on this podcast. You bring it up. I don't say anything. <laughs> no, you just you just keep making me fucking talk about it. You just keep bringing it up. You just keep bringing up stuff that makes me feel insecure about my, my height. You've been like, well, don't as you a man who is only one inch taller than me, how do you feel? <laughs> I was talking to someone the other day. Actually, it was on stereo, and we were talking about Julia Childs. You know her? Yes. And I don't know that much about her, but we were just doing a bit that was just like, what if Julia Childs, because apparently she was 6'3", which I didn't even realize. Really? They didn't even she's, mention that in the movie about her. She's huge. And her husband's like really, was really short, like like 5'8 or 7 or 6, like compared to her, super short. Yeah, that's really short. And all right, let's chill. Four, four, <laughs> 6'3", not in general. Judy, you're huge. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought it'd be really funny if Julia Childs just kept saying her height, like on her cooking show. She's just like, all right. And, and now we're going to add a little bit of lemon zest. I'm six foot three. And just like she kept saying it for no reason. I don't know. It just really tickled me at the time. So she's like, this turkey is beautifully juicy. And I'm six three. Like that's yeah. what... Like it wouldn't be this juicy unless it's only that juicy because she's six three. Is that potentially? I don't know. There was really no significance behind it at all. I just thought it was funny picturing her because she talks real weird too, and just saying, "I'm six three. <laughs> she does talk weird. <laughs> oh my god. Um. Okay. So the other thing that I did want to talk about something personal. I'll bring that up, but I wanted to talk about how do you feel about the new stimulus bill that was passed mentioning that the government had 180 days to reveal to us what they know about UFOs. 
Wait, is that real? Yeah, it's factual. Wait, in, in the COVID stimulus, that's yeah. part of that's built into the stimulus bill. Built in. Why? I was gonna send you like I don't know. Nobody knows. <laughs> Nobody's talking about it. Like, how is this even? The stimulus bill was five thousand pages. Also, like they put all kinds of stuff in there. So they're stimulating us in a lot of ways, not just economically, is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. There was a, some Harvard professor today or yesterday wrote some article that said that he believed that uh, UFOs or aliens had visited the in Earth in 17. Yeah, which was not like he didn't have proof. He was just like he found some some body in the not a body like a like a a craft or yeah a body yeah in in space that he couldn't identify. So, I mean, I guess technically that makes it a UFO, but uh, he, see, I'm not one for jumping to the conclusion that therefore that means the aliens came here. I mean, it just means that there was something in the, in this, in space around earth that is unusual, but you can't, can't automatically go to like, okay, aliens visited us. I don't think that's. Okay. You're right. They didn't use the word alien. They said UFOs, but there is another MSNBC reported this maybe like two days ago. And this is also real. I can send it to you. It's not like an edited clip. It's like from MSNBC. And she said that Donald Trump said he has been in contact with aliens. For the- <laughs> <laughs> but that dude says literally anything. <laughs> I didn't say that it was factual. I'm just saying, why would MSNBC say this? Because like, I, believe, would- I believe that Trump would say that. Okay, but they weren't like denying him. They were like, putting it out as a story like as if i don't i'll send it to you and you have to watch it maybe we could add the little insert here i'll and then whatever and then everyone can say how they feel about it i mean he just we're recording this on that day on the day where that phone call came out too with the did you see that with the georgia secretary of state today the audio from that it's fucking insane make it win by one he was like let's just find (laughs) Fine. He's he used the word find. Find. Win by one. He went. He used the word find. Like what the? F- oh, <laughs> unbelievable. That dude will just say anything. <laughs> well, it's almost over, right? I mean, I'm not really excited about January 6th. I was talking to my friends that live in D.C. and they're just like, I mean, it, you know, there there have been protests before. There's always protests in D.C., but like. I don't know. It's probably not going to be a great day for DC. You know, given that all the fucking MAGA people are like, this is the start of the war, January 6th, 2021. That would suck to live there when you're just trying to like live a peaceful life and you just happen to have to be in the middle of all this. Like it's the same thing like with me living here in Hollywood. Like right now there's a helicopter flying around and I can hear there was like a high speed chase going on a second ago. And I'm just like, cool. I live here. You I know, stay home. Being in Seattle, because I used to live there, like I had said, made me remember how safe a big city can be. You don't think LA is safe? (laughs) Not, okay. When I lived in West Hollywood, yes. Brentwood, yes. But not Hollywood. Hollywood's wild. Yeah. Oh, this guy two days ago told me that he was the one who sniped Osama bin Laden himself. Wait, why are you talking to strangers in Hollywood outside right now? Because I, 
because I went to go get my coffee from my Starbucks. We know, right? That I'm always at Starbucks. And I forgot my mask. Whoa. Okay. So chill. So I just yelled in and I was like, hey, guys, I forgot my mask. And they're like, we'll bring it up to you. I was like, thanks. Because they like know me, you know? So I was standing outside and then he was like, how are you? And I was like, good. (laughs) And he was like, "Um, I used to be a Marine. And I was like, wow, thanks for serving our country. Like, I was just trying to be nice, you know? Thanks for serving my coffee. (laughs) I said country. I I know, but is he the one that brought you the coffee also? No, he was homeless. The guy, the people, I'm standing outside of Starbucks at this point. Okay. okay. And then, so they finally bring it. But then he's like, at this point, it's like rude for me to just walk off. And he's like, you know, I'm the one. He's like, I was a sniper. And he's like, I'm the one who killed Osama bin Laden. And I was just like, well, that, that used to probably fly really cool back in 9-11-2001, but we don't really care anymore. Like, what am I supposed to say? That's like trying to get clout off, like, I fuck Britney Spears. Like, that's not cool right now. I'm sorry. If you're fucking Britney Spears right now, there's something oh, wrong. If you're currently you. fucking her? Yeah. yeah but current. he's not saying he killed Osama bin Laden yesterday. No, I know, but nobody cares. Nobody cares. If you ever fucked Britney Spears, actually, that's right. If you ever fucked Britney Spears, that'd be cool. So saying that you said you fucked, I don't know, who was relevant in 99 that none of us care about anymore. Ricky Martin. Ricky Martin. There we go. (laughs) Same thing. Although he was in that Netflix show. It's the same thing. He was in that Netflix show about um, what's the designer. Did you see that? Uh, (laughs) Yes. You know, uh, you know what I'm talking about? And the, yes. the entire time, I think the whole reason that he's on the show is because the entire time you're watching it and you're like, is that Ricky Martin? Like every <laughs> single episode, it's like, is that is that Ricky Martin? Like he's, he's an actor now and he's on this Netflix show. That's, <laughs> and then you have to watch the next episode because you're just like, you just want to keep I want to know if that's Ricky <laughs> Martin. <laughs> uh, that's not why, because Versace was so good. Oh, Versace, that's what it was. No, it was a good show. It was. That series, they did a good job because they did the um, O.J. Simpson and they did the um, Versace trials. And I'm hoping they're going to give us another one because they do a really good job. Yeah. Who do you think they can come up? Who who do you think is going to be next? I really don't know. People were trying to speculate, but they didn't say. Well, the first one was about O.J., who was the killer but the second one was about Versace. oh i guess it was kind of about the killer though mostly now that i think about it it was about the killer it's just that nobody would have known the killer's name so they couldn't name him that right but it did follow versace a lot too it was it was a lot about him but not to know but it was mainly about the killer yeah but like the oj one we didn't get a lot of uh nicole brown that's true Ron Goldman. That's kind of sad. We should know more about her. We didn't learn anything. Yeah. I heard this conspiracy theory that they think OJ Simpson's son killed her and OJ took the rap. But he didn't take the rap. Well, he took the trial rap. Like he got the charge. Yeah. He didn't take any, but like, I don't know. Because the son had like uh, a lot of, I can't remember exactly what they said he had, but he had a lot of anger bouts and like he would get really mad about things. And he felt like 
this man was ruining his parents' relationship. I don't know. Wait, Obviously. Wait, was he the son of OJ, OJ and Nicole? Wait, did she really have an affair with no, Ron no, Goldman? No, 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 no. That, sorry, it was a son he had with somebody else, and then they had two kids. Did he okay. really have what? Did she really have an affair with Ron Goldman? Or wasn't that just like, they were they just acquaintances? The guy that he killed? Yeah, they were really hooking up. He was just a waiter that she met. Yeah, but I thought, I thought it was like, she was at the restaurant and she left something like her glasses and he was, and he knew her and OJ. And so he went to the house to like give it back to her. Well, somebody said that they had like multiple, that they had like gone out a couple times and she wasn't cheating at the time. Cause her and OJ were separated. Oh really? Yeah. We call that uh when it's OJ, it's filtered. <laughs> Filtered OJ, <laughs> <Okay>. no <laughs> I don't fault. know on this. I feel like that I don't want this to take over. Um, what else did I want to bring up today? Oh, this is a guy that I dated five years ago sent me a five paragraph text message asking me Ooh. to date his girlfriend, his monogamous girlfriend. Really? Yes. Wait, was it like well structured and well written? I mean, it wasn't bad. And he is a high school English teacher. Yeah, I mean, like five paragraph essay. Was there a thesis statement at the end of the first paragraph? <laughs> yeah, kind of. Like talking about <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Did it start, did the whole thing start with a definition? The whole thing started with, was like, I know you must think this is spontaneous, but it is not. I have been thinking about it since June. Yeah, that's like, that kind of makes it not good. Wouldn't you rather just be like, Hey, you know what? You just popped into my head and I thought, I want to reach out. Like, I, I got a great idea. Rather than, I've been stewing on this for five months. And finally, I've put it into the words that I feel like you will accept <laughs> instead I of what I wanted to say in June. We weren't dating in the past six months. There, This was just completely insane. Because the only acceptable way to reach out which he has reached out and I'll tell you what he had said, but the only acceptable way to reach out would be like, Hey, do you want to grab a drink sometime? Or, Hey, how are you? That's the only acceptable way when it's been this long. Right. Unless we had been dating in the past six months. Wait, so you didn't talk at all for six months. Well, he reached out in the summer in June and I ignored it. And in Christmas, he said, Hey, are you in town? And I said, no, I'm back in New Mexico. And he said, um, oh, too bad. If you were in LA, we'd be cuddling. And I said, even if I was in LA, we wouldn't be cuddling. And he <laughs> said, wow, you're cold blooded. And then I didn't say anything. And then a year later, Warren's five paragraphs of why we should be monogamous. Mind blown. Yeah. Mind blown. How big were his balls? Do you remember? <laughs> no. <laughs> Honestly, no recollection of his balls. Because <laughs> they sound pretty big by how you're describing them. Takes a lot of balls. <laughs> he sent a five paragraph essay. Touch the water. Oh, yeah. Those are bowl balls. They like. <laughs> 
They fucking <laughs> sub meniscus. Those things are submarines, man. Bigger than the goose egg on the back of your head, you think? Or maybe. Not the original one, but bigger than this one now. <laughs> um, all right. So I did, you know, travel out there and there was a lot of people, there was a lot of restaurants in Seattle open. I know I saw pictures of you like in inside of places drinking drinks. Yeah. They like had these pretend like it was outside, but also it was nice. I mean, did you feel, I would feel so uncomfortable though, being in a place like that. No, because I was eating out here like four weeks ago before they shut everything down again. Remember? I know, but were you, did you ever eat inside or it was, it was outside inside. It was outside inside the same thing that they were doing here. Yeah. I mean, that's insane. That's I can't I can't even do it. I can't I get uncomfortable walking into a restaurant to pick up takeout. Judy, I I feel like I'm gonna get COVID from you know ordering on DoorDash from the Zoom because I (laughs) this will be the ultimate irony. I feel like if I get COVID because of how careful I am and how little how little risk I take. But uh, so why do you have a scare? What happened? So I'm now two degrees away from from somebody with COVID because Dini's uh, employee at her store tested positive and she had direct contact with her. So Dini's been in contact with somebody. She's a contact. And then, you know, obviously I have contact with her. So I'm still two degrees away because, you know, she hasn't tested positive. But um, so we're going to get tested tomorrow. But so... (sighs) (laughs) and you might have COVID that's all I'm hearing (laughs) the thing that boggles my mind right now is that we're in a pandemic and then somebody and this I people talk about this all the time like because I talk to people on the phone that have COVID all the time and people are like oh you know I had a cough but like I get sick this time of year all the time and I'm just like sure but we're in a pandemic your first thought should be COVID. Like that should be your very first thought as soon as you get a, a cold. Like, yeah, in 2019, maybe not. 2018, no, you're probably fine. But right now, you get a cough that you didn't have yesterday. Your first thought should be COVID. Like, I don't understand. And, you know, you don't have to diagnose yourself. Just be like, oh, shit, I might have it. I should probably go get a test, right? And maybe take yeah. precautions. Be prepared in case I am positive, but so, you know, I'm not gonna, I don't think she'll ever hear this, but, uh, her, her employee had a cough, like a, an obvious cough at work. And she shrugged it off as being from something else. For some other reason. She was like, no, 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 I don't, you know, this is not related to anything like that. And so, but Dini's like, um, She's got a pretty obvious cough. Like, what should I do? And I'm like, what should you do? You tell her to stay home, make her get tested, and she can't come back to work until she has a negative test result. Like, that's what you do. And if you really feel that bad about it, pay her to stay home. Like, but don't let her come into work. And she was just like, really? I'm like, yeah, fucking really. And like, (laughs) she asked a bunch of other people and like, it, it, 
I felt like I was being so extreme. But then now looking back, she stayed home. She paid her to stay home, which is the right thing to do, you know, and she tested positive. And now I'm like, aren't you glad that I fucking said that this is what you have to do? Because you would have had two more days all day with this person being exposed. Yeah. So I just saved our lives. Yeah, <laughs> essentially. You're a hero <laughs> and a recluse. Okay. I'm a, I'm a fucking hero. Yeah. Let's change the name of the podcast to the, the reckless and the hero. And, uh, I mean, although she still was exposed, but it's been over a week now and she's still, you know, fine. I'm fine. Um, and then she called the Pennsylvania health department and they were like, you can still open if you want to. Cause I work for New Jersey. So I was just like, you know, if you want to open, call them, see what they say. And they were like, yeah, you know, you uh, as long as you're you're out of this window and uh, you're not feeling, you know, you have no symptoms yourself, you should be good. And I'm just like, all right. So more than likely, you, nobody has it. Well, right? no, the employee has it. No, but you are dating. And she also, you know, she's more of an Ashley than a Judy, from what I understand. I don't really know her, but um, <laughs> her bubble is a little bit. The bubbles not coming from one of these. It's coming from one of these, you know, with that you you dip that whole fucking wand in the soap and you wave your arm around. That's her bubble. Whereas my bubble is uh, it's the little the little ones that you get from washing your hands. Those little little very fine bubbles. It's more like a it's like a Pellegrino, you know. That's the bubble that that I've established for for my. I like <laughs> so she is an Ashley. She got COVID, and she almost gave it to a Judy. That's wild. I mean, so you and know, I'm not in. You know who said it best? Cheryl Crow. That's not even who sings it. <laughs> I was almost positive you were about to say Alanis Morissette, which was going to be really funny because I talked so much about Alanis Morissette this week. But then you said Cheryl Crow, which is nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were fucking with me. I thought I, this, I oh, was. You, that's what I said, but it was, I know, I know. Okay, okay. Yes, right. you're talking about Alanis Morissette this week. I was making a bad joke. You didn't laugh. I'm more just stumped. I was just shocked. No, yeah. no, that is, I like it. I'm a Cheryl Crow fan. I'm an Alanis <laughs> fan too. Okay, so what'd you say about Alanis Morissette this week? I was on stereo and um, I started for some reason doing this thing where I was cover, I was singing a lot of more set songs, but as a pirate <laughs> and it turned out really ridiculous. And, but it was funny. Like, and so ironic was the, the thing that started like that song was what started me off on this whole hour. That, of nonsense. Like there would be a verse in that song. It'd be like, Judy stayed home during the pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> and then I don't know what would the next line be. Well, I mean, thought he was so, gonna make it, but he was the only one who got COVID. I can't. I don't have the rhythm right now, but you know what I'm saying. The only one. Yeah, I'm the, the only, only one. one. Like that would be that would be the verse, and then she'd be like, "Isn't it ironic? Don't you think?" But my version was a pirate, and the chorus was, "And ain't it ironic? Ironic? Ironic?" <laughs> And ain't it ironic? It was it was so fucking dumb, but it was very funny. But it those made me... classes have made you kill it out there. 
out there in the world of stereo where we currently have zero listeners. Yeah. Well, I think, it. I think my ironic singing killed it. Cheryl Crow. I mean, so, you know, I'll be honest. When I looked at my Spotify top uh, songs of 2020, Cheryl Crow. Cheryl Crow was Because I went through like a three or four or maybe a full week period of time where I was driving around L.A., listening to the same like four Cheryl Crow songs. And I was getting real into it because I s- had a conversation with somebody one day about um, uh, uh, what's the one? The, the sun comes up over Santa Monica Boulevard. What song is that? I used to love that song. It made me happy to be alive. What was it again? It's like uh, what something about fun. Yeah, uh, yeah. What the fuck is it called? How is this not happening? Um, <laughs> every day is a winding road is the wrong song. Uh, you know that Cheryl Crow song, the giant hit song that she. All had. I want to do is have some fun. Yes. All I want to do. I'm not the only one. Yes. All I want to do. So I'm talking about that song and apparently it's like a song. The lyrics are, are from this poem, like from, um, I don't remember when, like the early 1900s, I think, or like, uh, no, I guess it was probably in the sixties or something like that. Cause it's all about LA. But, uh, then the, somebody like put it to music and the words are really weird. And I was like, Oh, this song's really interesting. And then, so I kind of got back on this Cheryl Crow kick because all I want to do is a really good song. And then, uh, are you strong enough to be my man? Uh, that's a good song. <laughs> and then, um, uh, <laughs> why are you jabbing to that? <laughs> what? Why are you jabbing to, are you strong enough to be my man? It's yeah, I agree. It's very funny to think about, but it's a good song. So my top five was completely embarrassing. It's funny that Show Crow was on yours, but I just become more basic every year. I swear to God, I listen to some good music, but like my top is always like Drake. And I'm just like, God damn. I've never listened to Drake. Once. I told my friends that we couldn't listen to Drake anymore. And then like after a couple of days, they're like, is Drake still banned? And I was like, it's fine. Just put it on. It's fine. <laughs> I my my top tw- uh my top Spotify top whatever it's called is very embarrassing because I only listen to mu- music when I'm working out pretty much and so I just have a running playlist and I purposely listen to like really bad music because Why? I think and what is really bad music to you like uh shitty nineties like Limp Bizkit and uh, oh Limp Bizkit okay like really bad music that like is just fun to work out to. Is that what you like listen to while you run? Yeah, that's what I listen to when I run because it sucks and it's funny. I loved Limp Bizkit. Like, it's so bad, but God, I loved them in their day. I'm going through my Limp Bizkit phase right now. Oh, okay. Well, I was like a tiny kid going through my... And I, my parents did not know what I was listening to. <laughs> I was like, yeah, my I. I fucking hated That's it when like, it was popular. I'll buy it from, for you from Walmart because they used to have edited versions, you know? But still, it was like, 
Nookie, you know, no, 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 you know, whatever. Anyway, that's what Nookie I is on my running playlist for sure. This <laughs> this is my running playlist. I mean, I'll, I'll tell you some of the t- the main artists. That's good. And it's it's all embarrassing, but I will admit it. And I like I said, I listen to it because it sucks and it's like engage. But like I listen to it and it's engaging. It takes my it distracts me, which is what I want from music when I'm running because I don't want to focus on the fucking workout. I want to be distracted. Yeah. So that's why I'm listening to fucking Nookie by um, Limp Bizkit. I'm listening to fucking Corn and um, System of a Down and Tool and uh, just like gross music that I'm just like, what is this? Oh my God, this is so, oh my God, what? It's just kind of funny that that's what you're running to. But this music- you going. It's kind of, you know, I think it's weird that you're going through your Limp Bizkit phase now. I'm sure Fred Durst is happy because he needs some residuals right now, but weird timing. Yeah. I mean, I'm joking when I say I'm going through the phase because I still think it's terrible, but I'm listening to it. But you're listening. <laughs> Remember when uh, Jay-Z collabed with uh, Linkin Park? You- yeah. That's also of. odd. That's odd. That what made was me- the song? That made me believe in the Illuminati. There are like five songs. Oh, really? I thought there was just yeah. one. No. Well, Method Man did the song with uh, Limp Bizkit. It was uh, everybody in together now. Shut the fuck up. That's such a good song. That's a <laughs> good it? song. And then he did that one. Um, he did Method Man and then he did another one with Red Man. You know, I saw them live, Method Man, Red Man, and Ghostface when I lived in Seattle in this little underground bar. Cool as fuck. I think, did I tell you this already? No, but I've seen them as well. <clears throat> but uh, Red Man gave me a hug. He like gave me a hug and like pulled me up on stage and I was like 19 and I was like, yeah. So that's a very point in my, they threw me back. They didn't like me that much, but. Well, so I think rap shows tend to be pretty bad. Um, yeah, because you need all the voice stuff to make that stuff sound good. Yeah, usually I think listening to the record is better and it sounds better and all that stuff. And like I could just, you know, I don't need to see somebody do this. <laughs> uh, but I will say that Redman is probably the best hip hop performer I've seen. They put on a good show. Yeah, I had a blast. Like that was one of my most fun concert shows I've ever been to. For sure. Have you ever seen Limbiscuit? I haven't. I'm sure they would have put a good show on. I've seen 311. That was pretty bad. Oh, I love 311. Come on. I do. I love um, Amber. And um, my oh wedding my song was uh, their, their remake of I Will Always Love You or whatever it goes. Our love, love song. Love song, The Cure? Yeah. Because they did a remake. Never heard, it. Never heard it. The only three, three remake songs. I like more, and then Adele did another remake. But I like Three Elevens the most. I'll have to check it out. Yeah, and also I don't even think it's Cure's original song. I think they remade it for some from something else. I think if well, I look it up right, pretty, yeah, pretty positive that's the Cure. They wrote it. It was them. Are you sure? Pretty positive. Okay. The love song is the one that goes, 
Uh, I will always love you. No. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's a ridge from the eighties. Okay. I'm pretty sure. I remember. I just thought that I always thought it was theirs and then I read something, but I might be mistaken. So this is not fact. This is. Uh, That's That's funny that you saw 311. I saw him at like a day long festival and it was horrible. Also, Wyclef Jean was there. Oh, that's cool. He did a flip. I saw Kanye and he had an orchestra and that was pretty cool. He had a what? An orchestra. He had a whole orchestra behind him the whole time and that in lights and his him rapping and it was I loved that. I was like the most hardcore Kanye fan after that, like forever. Like I loved him obviously because I went to that concert, but then I was like dedicated. He puts on a good show. I've seen I saw him at uh at Bonnaroo, which was like a pretty iconic Kanye show because uh he didn't go on until I think four or five in the morning because they had to build this whole stage and his set got pushed back. And so we had to literally sit there for hours, just waiting for him to come on. And by the time he came on, he played that song. Good morning. As the sun was coming up. And I was like, Oh, this is kind of awesome, but I'm really tired. And I'm going to leave after the first song at the same time. So I saw that and I was like, Oh, what a nice moment. And then I left. And uh, then he ranted if, it's, I'm sure it's still on the internet somewhere, but he ranted about how he got fucked over at this, um, at the festival. And it's really funny. I remember one of the lines in his rant, it's like a blog post that he made somewhere. And he goes, I'm so angry. I'm about to break my MacBook air. He's like, I'm <laughs> typing so hard. I'm going to break my MacBook air. <laughs> and it's all in caps. It's fucking blog. Post. And then the next year I went back to Bonnaroo and spray painted on all the fence everywhere it said fuck kanye just all over the entire festival ground like he got so much shit for that show and it wasn't entirely his fault because it just the band before him like went late and shit and the setup took forever but i don't think he'll ever play bonnaroo again no i think that was his last one you know, the crazy thing about being at that Kanye concert is that we were standing like three rows of people back, jam-packed with hundreds of people once he came on, you know, and I was just completely fine that I, you know, you had to like, and now like because of all the school, I don't know, school shootings and mass shootings, like I, when everyone protested on Hollywood Boulevard, I got like seriously claustrophobic and like, I was like, I can't do this. And I left. Yeah. Because I was like, someone could shoot me. Someone could like, you know what I mean? Someone could bomb this. Like, and honestly, that kind of stuff could happen anywhere. It's more just like, obviously that fear is inside of me. Yeah. I was just, sorry. It just made me start thinking about how like I did not care before at concerts. Like I would just go wherever. Yeah. I used to be much better with crowds. And then when I played a couple of festivals and I was on the other side of it, I was like, this is a lot better. Like, you can avoid the crowds <laughs> yeah. and like go on the other side of the fences where there's like guards and shit. What a great feeling it is. Let me tell you this to have a fucking, to be in the festival grounds and then just be like where everyone is and then go and then just sh- flash your artist bracelet and just be like, and then go in these areas where nobody's allowed. And you're just like, 
this fucking rules. And there's like that would know, be free, free Red Bulls and shit. What festival did you play? What was your favorite festival that you played? We really didn't play many. We played uh, the biggest one was Firefly Festival in Delaware, which is like it, it's a big festival. I mean, uh, the year that we played Outcast headlined and the Foo Fighters were that night, too. Really and we had cool. some other friends that were playing like from Philly. Um, so did you get to meet Outcast and Foo Fighters or? No, they like. I don't know where those people hang out. Like we were in the artist area, but like there must be another area for those kind of people, you know, yeah. like because they didn't even let us. We could pretty much go backstage for like any band or like any any act or whatever. But then when it got to like the headliners, you couldn't get anywhere near the stage. So like there's some there's some other like tiers to that shit. You know, yeah. like we were at the bottom of the artist rung. Like we played at 10 a.m., I think. Well, that's still cool. That's still fun. Oh, yeah. I had a blast. We, did, we fucking took mushrooms and shit. Um, you know, we were talking about mushrooms. Stole a golf cart. Yeah. I forgot to get them. Yeah. And now I'm like, I really need to get some like. I didn't forget. I hit my head and it was like that was more important than me taking mushrooms. <laughs> yeah so maybe you wouldn't hit your head if you were on mushrooms maybe you could have just like seen the world more clearly maybe it was so slippery like i knew i was gonna fall and i should have just called someone to help me sure i don't know how i would have avoided it honestly not lifting my feet i guess better shoes well if i yeah but it was too late and i don't think Uh, barefoot would have been any better Find a big sir to carry you. <laughs> that, see, that's what I should have waited for. A big sir. Damn. I feel bad. Oh. So you're, are you in pain? I was. I have a little bit of pain now, but not as bad. This was a thought that I had today. But you know how people are like online. You definitely see people commenting about how they're tired of seeing COVID related stuff. Like don't post about masks. Don't post about this. Like we get it. We've seen it. That's how I feel about posts of ba- about babies. Honestly, it's like, we get it. We've seen it. We get it. We've seen it. We understand how this works. Like we've been seeing it for nine months now. Like I don't want to, I don't want to look at it anymore. I'd rather, I'd rather see posts about masks and shit. Oh, God. Okay, I completely feel you on that because I just don't have a lot of... I just don't follow a lot of people who have babies. That's just the way I keep it real. But no, I just follow... I follow babies. What if, <laughs> what if you and Dini had a baby? You're telling me that you wouldn't post every moment? I don't... I like to think I would not. I guess not you, but Dini wouldn't? She doesn't post at all. She oh. hates social media. Okay. She has well, to do it every day for work, for her business. So she's yeah. like constantly that. And she's like, I fucking hate this. But that side's way different than like personal stuff. Cause that's literally like, look at this outfit or look at this blah, blah, blah. Right. Yeah. She has to do it, which I think makes her hate it even more. Cause it's like built into her job. So I don't, I like to think that we wouldn't, we'd give you, we'd give you the initial, like, all right, right. this is what it looks like. Like get it. And you can refer back to this. This is going to stay on Instagram. We're not going to take it down. You can refer back if you're ever wondering what our baby looks like. 
it feels weird for me to even say that because I don't want one. Yeah, but I know. It'll just be there. And if you want to see it, it's there. And uh-huh. I'm going to post more stuff about, you know, some I'd rather post about me doing a silly dance or, uh, you know, <laughs> wearing a mask or the poop that I made. I don't know. Anything is better than that. And then let the baby post about its own life eventually. One day. One day. <laughs> All right. This is this one is. So. Are there people do you ever hear about people that like are exploring their sensuality? <laughs> Not sexuality, sensuality. Okay. Yeah. Do you think people are just like, <laughs> you know what? I think I'm a romantic. <laughs> yeah, I think women think that all the time. Men know, but I think they, women are probably like, I'm romantic. They they want to experiment a little bit they, with their their sensuality. They're like, I'm gonna try roses. I'm gonna try doilies. Like uh, <laughs> I'm gonna try essential oils. <laughs> picnics in the park i'm gonna try picnics in the park i'm gonna try neck kisses <laughs> to other people or to yourself well how do you kiss your own neck i don't know i was trying see well sensuality could be i don't know you t- i don't know a lot about sensuality you need to tell me that's what i'm saying i think people need to explore their sensuality enough about sexuality i think we need to explore the 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 uh the spectrum of of romance <laughs> figure out where we fall oh my god okay where do you fall if we were going to discuss this where do you fall uh not far so you're not romantic your sensuality no. is low on the spectrum i don't know if it's low and high it's more just like uh you know, from, um, are you romantic with like, do you plan special dates and like Danny's birthday is coming up? Do you plan like special things for her? I'm really not good at, at no. Okay. So your sensuality is <laughs> low. <laughs> I should experiment. I do need to experiment. You know, I'm not super romantic. But if you are someone who actually dates me, I'm a great gift buyer. Like I pay attention and I'll actually buy you something that you want. Like you're not going to like ever be like, oh, I'm going to return this or like, oh, this is shit. You're going to be like, thank you. You bought me something actually useful that I actually like because I freaking hate when people buy me bullshit gifts. That's what I don't like. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. But I'm not like, I like, I've never like, oh my god i planned this weekend getaway like why would i do that anyway i guess that's the guy's job and we're taking baths and massages i don't know that's not gonna be me i just be like i got myself a massage today because i was sore what's the most you ever spent on a gift for somebody that you were dating i mean I don't know, because like, I guess with my ex, it's kind of like our money all became one and like, you know, he got a new dirt bike and that was considered a gift, but it doesn't necessarily mean that I bought it. You know what I mean? Well, then who gave who gave the gift? Well, like it was our money. You know what I mean? But it was like, yeah, I'm not getting you a Christmas present by that. You know what I mean? No, that seems like a weird setup to me, honestly. (laughs) 
okay. use our money to buy you something that only benefits you and it's not from me. Well, I guess it's, well, it was from me, but like not, you know what I mean? Like whatever. That's the end of Reckless and the Recluse. I will be more reckless next week and Judy will try not to get COVID from inside of his house. Thanks for listening. And another cliffhanger. Let's see if I die of salmonella. <laughs> and last, last week's cliffhanger. No, I don't have worms.